Hi everybody, I'm Peter Travers and welcome to Popcorn where we tell you what's happening at the movies. And there's a movie out now called 20th Century Women that I love. And the star of that movie, our guest today, Annette Benning, she had some time in the 20th century, didn't you, Annette? I, and I now, did. Here you are giving one of your great performances in the 21st Thank century. You. Thank you. Yes. Thank you so much. But you know, it's a title that seems so all-encompassing for such ah. a specific story mm -hmm. about this woman that you're playing. Why do you think Mike Mills called it that? Because uh, I think his aspirations were tell to tell a story about, about a time, and it's about really a group of people and three different women at that time, a teenage girl, girl in her late 20s, and me. So I think he's trying to look at, at the bigger picture, mm -hmm. as well as the political situation, the social situation, the music... But I, yeah, so I think that he did want to say something larger about mainly women of that time. A movie about women at a specific time. We don't get a lot of that in movies these days, do we? Ah, uh, yeah, no, this is, a, uh, this is what's remarkable to me about it is that there's a teenage girl mm -hmm. who is a fully realized, complex human being with secrets and... You, you really get into her. Played by Elle Fanning. Played by Elle Fanning, Fanning yeah. which is why it, I think, is so beautiful, because Elle does have that magical thing. Greta Gerwig playing the girl who's in her late 20s. She's a punk, but then she's also got illness to deal with. So there's, there's just, um, I don't know, there's a lot of humanness and complexity in these women, and I love that. Well, who, your character, Dorothea, who's she? That is a good question. Yeah, when who I, is she? She's somewhat enigmatic, which I like. She's very much a woman of her generation, um, born in the during the Depression and all of that. But So in some ways, she sort of lives up to the expectation of that time, but then she's also very iconoclastic, which I like about her. Uh, Mike's mother was sort of the point of departure for his writing about it and his interest in and trying to understand and investigate his own mom to serve the story was certainly a part of his process? No, Mike Mills, as a writer-director, and when he did Beginners, he's dealing with his dad right. coming out as gay in his 70s, yeah. you know, when yeah. this is happening, and now he's writing about his mom. Yeah. He, nothing was wasted on Mike when he was growing up. This was it. But Yes. <clears throat> no, he talks a lot about how he figures if he's investigating things that are closest to him, mm -hmm. he has the best chance of telling a story that serves and kind of can be entertaining to other people. So I, and I think he achieves that. Well, the movie's set in 1979. Yeah. And you're in Santa Barbara mm -hmm. in this fabulous old house. Mm -hmm. It's a Victorian and living basically as a single mother mm -hmm. with this teenage boy. And you're asking these other women, a teenager woman in her 20s, to help you yes. raise this boy. Yes. Rather than, well, you do look for a man for help, but as usual with us men, we're, we don't help. No, I actually, I, fig I figure out that it's not really a man that he needs. Mm -hmm. So it's not like I looked for a man and couldn't find one. I really decided that it wasn't, in fact, the best thing for my son. Um, there wasn't one handy, number one. He doesn't connect to William, who's played by Billy Crudup. And there are these two amazing women. He's fascinated by them. Mm -hmm. So, yes, I recruit them to try to help raise, me, raise this kid. What would be the first thing, when you read that script, 
that you related to about Dorothea? What was it? You know, when I read the script, the thing that struck me was it was placed in 1979 in Southern California. Mm -hmm. I was 21 living in San Diego at the time. So I don't think I've ever read a story that illuminated my own world, the life that I was in when I was a young woman. So I kind of experienced it more on that level, just personally, like mm -hmm. an audience would now. Mm -hmm. And I know that. And, yeah, and I know that guy. Oh yeah. my, He was my boyfriend. Yeah. And, and, and the music and the time. I mean, I wasn't into punk music, but... So that was more my experience, and Dorothea to me was, a, was very enigmatic, the woman that I eventually played, in a way that intrigued me. Often a character will kind of jump out and to me. This didn't happen. I, I found her to be that she could have gone so many different directions within in, any scene, and that ended up being very liberating. Yeah, because, well, except that the filmmaker is writing and he's directing you, and yes. you're playing basically his mother. She's not with us anymore, right? but you're playing somebody who's, when you look at Mike every day on the set, you realize you're playing somebody that close to him. But he was very accepting of the fact that that's the point of departure for this character, mm -hmm. and that that's where we all started together, and we would talk a lot about his mom, what she was really like. The more I talked to him, the more I thought, well, you're telling me things that are contradictory. And at first, I got a little scared about that. And then I no, realized, I no, 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 that's yeah. the goal. That's where maybe perhaps all of us have a certain amount of internal contradiction. And if, if there's a way to get that across that isn't unclear, right, mm -hmm. when you're working on it, you don't want to just be all over the map. But if there's a way to do that to show that her unpredictability or, uh, and, and the fact that she was somebody who didn't do what you expected her to do sometimes... Mm -hmm. I liked that, so I was trying to find that. But no, he was very open. He was very open to what, what we brought. And then at the same time, he's a very fierce, has a very fierce idea about what he's trying to do. Uh, he has a very strong, he's a graphic artist. He has a very strong idea mm -hmm. visually about what he's trying to, the colors and the frames and, you know, the images in the movie are very strong. And that's one of, to me... Uh, that's one of the virtues of the movie, is that it's very eccentric in the way that it looks. When you look at you on screen, are you critical of yourself? Yes, you I'm critical. critical. I've learned over the years, when I first watched myself, I found it really hard, because I'd been doing plays for quite a few mm -hmm. years. I'd been acting for a while, but I'd never seen myself act. Mm -hmm. So I had to get used to it, because there's so much to be learned from watching yourself that I found that it was necessary. And there's sometimes that it's harder than others. And there are sometimes I really enjoy it. <laughs> I like, watch the You're pretty good in yeah, there. Yeah, yeah I, I wow. like that. But then there's always something I think, I mean, generally I think it's true that I can say that I'll watch something and I think I could make that better. Too so, late. Yeah, exactly. You can, which is, which is what you can do on stage. That's right. I mean, you get that other get that performance chance. and that other night to do it. I remember seeing you in Coastal Disturbances, which was Broadway debut, right? That yes. was an amazing time in your life to yeah. have that. Yes. And you've always, I think I asked you last time you were here why you didn't do more shows on Broadway, and you said, uh, four children. Yeah, that's right. Yes. That's right. <laughs> that could really get in the way of it a little bit. It gets yeah. in the way, and you need, a, you need to have a chunk of time to commit to a Broadway play. You really need at least four or five months. 
and I couldn't ever be away for that. I tried to kind of, ah, what if it was the end of the school year and the summer and the beginning and the, you know, and I, I really tried on a number of occasions and then I realized it was just not going to be possible till my kids were out of the house. Yeah. What do you remember about you growing up when you said you were 21 or something when 20th century women is taking place other than it looked familiar to you? You were there. Were I, you re- relating? Um, yes. I mean, I remember certainly Jimmy Carter, and I remember voting for him, and I remember I was in San Francisco. By that time, I was up in San Francisco. I was going to acting school. I have to admit, I was kind of in a theater bubble. Mm-hmm. I, I wanted to be a classical actress, and I'd gone to college, and then I was in a conservatory, and my whole world was centered in, in that. Pretty mm-hmm. much, that's all I d- lived and breathed was just wanting to train and, and do plays and work in the theater. Well, but, but what... I was in San Francisco in 1978 when uh, George Moscone and Harvey Milk were, were killed, mm-hmm. when the whole AIDS epidemic began. I, when I first moved there, AIDS didn't yet exist, mm-hmm. and then it happened while I was there. So that was an incredible time in the Bay Area. Diane Di- Feinstein took over as mayor of San mm-hmm. Francisco. I mean, it was a time of incredible turmoil and a lot of tragedy um, and it was fascinating to be there then actually. So what is it now? What is it now as the 21st century woman that you are? What's different about you than that 20 year old that was growing up at the same time you know as these kids that were that Dorothea was dealing with? You mean me personally? You, you, yeah. Well I think that I would say at this stage in my life a lot of it has to do with my husband and I have been together 25 years. Mm-hmm. We have Congratulations. four children. Congratulations, that doesn't happen. Thank you. <laughs> I'm very I'm very proud of that. My children are amazing, and they are young adults. I still have one kid in high school, so that's still very much part of our lives. But they're beginning to go out into the world and have their lives. And for a mom, that's a profound moment. It's There's certain sadness to it, and there's also a great liberation and a great joy in it Mm -hmm. for me and my husband. We have each other, and then we also have our work, and and also just as a woman individually, um, I like this stage of life. I feel it's more about, for me now, it's about seeking freedom in a way, Mm -hmm. inner freedom Mm -hmm. in the work, and it's all the same thing. It's like the work and the life. It's all the same thing. So with these connections and these deep relationships with my friends, my husband, my children, my my family, my parents are still alive, but within all of that, I, I, I just feel more free, and I like that. A lot of people, well, we remember you for a lot of parts, but I remember that scene in American Beauty where you're flapping yourself, and mm-hmm. you're just like... Where does that come from from you? And I did, it's not, we could say, well, it's acting. I'm an actor, so I learned no, how I'm, to do this. But that's a very difficult thing to do. Do you have a harsh inner critic? I do. Okay, mm-hmm. so I, I also do. I think most of us do. Mm-hmm. Uh, and not, not everybody, and it's a problem that some people don't. <laughs> but we won't we go into that. We can name some people. <laughs> we won't go into that, that. But no. Um, so I think that um, Caroline who I played in American Beauty, mm-hmm. had a very, very harsh inner critic. Mm-hmm. And that was the thing I tapped into for me personally when I was exploring her, is that she's ac- actually someone who almost can't bear it because she's so hard on herself. 
and um, she suffers from that. When you look at your career, when mm-hmm. you're looking at do you do you watch yourself? Do you go back and look at movies? Do you and Warren sometimes sit at home and say, let's look at what I did? And, uh... um, once in a while, I, I, I'll find myself watching something. I know that when he did the DVD of Reds, mm-hmm. we had the pleasure of really sitting and watching that in a theater, and that was a great thrill. And every once in a while, I, I will watch something. I'll happen upon something on television or, yeah, and um, it's... It's interesting. When you first make something, all of your associations are about your real life at the time. So what you're seeing and what other people are seeing have nothing to do with each mm-hmm. other. But as the movies, as more time goes by, you, I literally can't remember what was going on on a day-to-day be- basis when I'm watching a film that I was in. So I can, I can see it a little bit more objectively or a little bit more like maybe other people see but it. But people, not critics, of the fans, who people who would approach you, who have seen you either mm-hmm. on stage or on screen. And one of our crew came in before you came here to do this interview, and he just said... Oh, I loved her in The American President. I just loved that. So do people come up to you and say that? Can they approach you and say, I loved you in this? Sure. Yeah. Yeah, it's wonderful. What is the one that they they approach you about the most? Um, Either American President, Mm -hmm. because it's something that can play on television a lot. Mm -hmm. It doesn't have anything that's more objectionable so people can watch it. Yeah. You know, you can play it kind of anytime. Well, we anywhere. know all about your objectionable film. Exactly. Yeah. Yes, there's plenty of that. Um, my parents watch Open Range a lot, which is really? the Western that yeah. I did. And I'm not Cost- quite sure. If, I think maybe it was on recently or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Let me see. Um, American Beauty, mm-hmm. um, American President, and um, Kids Are All Right, people mentioned to me. Especially people who that meant something to because of their own personal lives. Yeah, but again, that's a family story. That's, that's right. You know, what's happening. I think we can connect to that so strongly. I also did a picture called Mother and Child, which is yeah. about adoption. Mm-hmm. And every once in a while, I'll have someone quietly come up to me and sort of grab my arm and tell me their story about either having given up a child or usually it's that a woman who had to give up a child uh, for adoption when she was a teenage mom. and So in, in some ways, those moments are just remarkable because someone is, opens up so readily, so quickly on something, subject that's so intimate. But then, I, but I love that. I always like to ask actors when they're on about the movies that I, they didn't so much get away is that they never found the audience mm. that they should have. Mm. You know, some movies don't find an audience because maybe they didn't deserve to. Yes. But others that you gave everything to are missing. Do you have a couple of those that you want to give a shout out to? No, that's really kind of you, you to ask that. Mother and Child is certainly one of them. One yeah. of them. Uh, Rodrigo Garcia wrote and directed it and Naomi Watts is in it. It was a very, very, I mean, it was a great experience. It's, I play a very difficult woman, and I, I have an affection for her, this mm-hmm. character that I played, because she's so unlikable in so many ways at the beginning of the story, and I, I loved that. I loved getting the chance to try to do someone like her, who is the person who is doesn't relate well to people, doesn't have good relationships, and and it's all very much traced. Um, Jimmy Smith's was great. So anyway, I loved that movie, and I feel like it was one of those that never really uh, got a chance. Um, I made another film called The Face of Love with Ed Harris that I have to say I'm very fond of. I'm very fond of Ed. For me, that was 
just such an experience to work with him. He is a great actor, and we got on very well. And okay, I got kind of a crush on him. I'll admit it, but I know his wife, so it's okay. That's what makes it okay. Okay, yes. Okay. No, no. He was. Yeah. He was. You know, he's one of the greats that we have, and we really had a great time working on that story by Ari Posen. So, those would be a couple I would name. Well, all right. This show always ends in song. Now, I won't even remind you what you sang for me the last time, but you did. I and did. It was wonderful. But you were telling me before about how Mike Mills in Twentieth Century Woman said, dancing. What songs would the character listen to? What songs would Dorothy be listening to? Well, I was listening to a lot of big band. Oh, swing. Yep,、mm-hmm. and、uh, Frank Sinatra.、Mm-hmm. Also, I listened to things from the '40s and the '50s. Casablanca is a big thing for yeah. Casablanca. As time、thing. goes by, is yeah. Can't you give me a little taste of that? I, I don't really want to sing at all. Well, I, I just need、to? a phrase. A, a phrase. Bit of okay.、Something. You must remember this: a kiss is still a kiss, a sigh is still a sigh. How's that? That's beautiful. What I more could I ask? I would be cruel. <laughs> you would. And you、be. did it with. It was. It was lovely. It was a whole different take on that. It was a little seductive in there. Really? There was a, yes. Nice work. When is、Thank、the Annette Bening musical coming? It. I. I did them in junior college, is, and、oh. my parents came. I heard that that you had done the Sound of Music. Well, come I, on, you were the happy. That、night. was. <laughs> it was in junior high.、Oh, doesn't matter. I think it was only one or two scenes. It wasn't the whole. No,、oh, but, so but Julie Andrews、Maria. was my hero. She was. Oh my God,、oh. she still is. Is well, she should be. She, exactly. Yes, we could have done the hills are a lot. That's right,、didn't. we could have. We could have, but at the next show. Oh, you want to anyway, do it? You can do it. I no, I can't do it unless you. You do don't it with sing?、Me. Oh no, I do. Oh, okay. I'm happy to duet with my、oh, guests. Okay, okay. But I'm not happy to just have me sitting here singing. <laughs> Then they just say no, 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 no. They don't use Let's it. Let's just they don't use it. It just go, <laughs> it just goes away completely. But that you did it. And we had a nice laugh. Annette, thank you, thank you, thank, thank you. you so much. Thank you、that、for having me. That was a great deal of fun.、It、thank、was. you. Okay, that wraps up another edition of the Popcorn with Peter Travers podcast. If you liked it, be sure to subscribe and rate us. You can also find Popcorn on Twitter and Facebook at Popcorn ABC News. I also want to thank the people who helped produce this podcast: Angela Williams, Brian Fudge, Josh Cohen, David Fazekas, David Miller, Michael Rothman, Alexa Valiente, and the head of ABC News Digital, Dan Silver. I'll talk to you next Friday.